0: The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. Let's go! Get up close and personal with some of your favorite male porn stars on -on One-on-One with Poppy Chulo. Created by Poppy Chulo, One-on-One showcases exclusive interviews with the adult industry's most popular male performers. Here's your host Poppy Chulo.
1: Welcome to One on One with Poppy Chulo. Today is Tuesday, April Fourth, twenty twenty three. Listeners, please welcome adult content creator Mr. Real Big. Welcome to the show, Mr. Real Big.
2: What's up, Poppy Chulo?
1: What's going on, man? It's good to have you on. It's good to be here. Good talking to you. Yes, absolutely. We're gonna get into. We're gonna get into everything that you're doing, your original content. So, uh, before we jump into any of that, I like to start off by getting some unique stats out the way. What's your height and weight? Uh, My height, I'm five ten, and I'm a good one sixty
2: on a good day. (laughs) Because really, my weight be jumping up and down. Like I'm, I'm actively working out, and you know, yeah, my weight is like real crazy on me though. Sometimes I'm 160, sometimes I'm 155.
1: <laughs> What's your ethnic background?
2: Uh, I'm black, Puerto Rican. My mom's black, my dad's Puerto Rican.
1: What's your zodiac sign?
2: So I'm a Capricorn, cap it off.
1: <laughs> and how old are you? 28. 28, or 28. All right, let's get to know a bit about the man behind... Uh... The content creation. Where are you originally from?
2: Uh, Chicago, the back home of the Winter City Pizza, home of the killers
1: home of the uh, crazy people. Yes. <laughs> what was life like growing up for you? Um, it depends. Like,
2: um, just overall settings, like kids, um, going to school type. It was, I guess, um, if we're talking about just, uh, like my, like, you know how I was in high school and stuff, like, it was pretty decent, like, a lot of people fucked with me, shit, I was, you know, I was one of them niggas, <laughs> I can say that, um, but, yeah, but life, like, for me, like, in general, just, like, I had a, a good life, I would say, like, I, um, I grew up with my brother and sister, um, you know, we stayed in Chicago half of our life and then we moved to the suburbs of Chicago and went to a couple schools out here, you know, um, afterwards, I got into high school or whatever, I, um, I was doing acting and modeling, but, um, I mean, I've always been doing acting since I wasn't like, what? 5th grade, I think my first commercial I did was, like, the Oscar Mayer women's commercial. And then, you know, so on. As I got into, like, high school, I just, I got into a little more acting, you know, furthered it a little bit. I did a couple extras for, like, Netflix. I did a reality show. Um, yeah, I did, like, um, some modeling for some companies. Like, uh, like, not a professional, like, I went well, not I wouldn't say not professional, but, like, none, like, um, real big to people like Calvin Klein or something like that. I haven't did nothing like that yet, but I have worked with a lot of great photographers in different cities and states and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, growing up to me was like, it was like, um, I've been working since I was 14, so, I mean, like, I've always been on my own, and... You know, I had to teach myself a lot because I didn't really grow up with my dad. So, um, yeah. It was kind of like, yeah, it was a, a decent life, but it was kind of tricky too, you know, because I had to learn a lot of stuff that a man's supposed to learn, you know, with his dad and stuff about myself and like from seeing it. So, um,
1: yeah, I had like a decent kind of hard life, but yeah. <laughs> What was going on with your life prior to becoming a content creator? Uh,
2: Before I was a content creator, I was doing, and still is doing, health care. I do, um, I switched it from inside, like, nursing home to just home care, because it just wasn't working for me or whatever, so... You know, I got kind of comfortable with just being able to create my own schedule and choose my clients. So, And it worked for my content, too. So, you know, if I'm ever having a day where I'm needing to film or something, you know, I can just call off or just let my client know I'm not working that day.
1: In total, how long have you been a content creator? Uh, I've been a content creator for two years now, almost three Okay, that's what's up. And you've developed a really good following on social media, so props to that. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Yeah, I'm a sophomore in the game now. (laughs) Yes, very nice. So let's talk about how it happened. Like, how do you go about, you know, living a normal life, and where did this idea come from? Like, had you always had an idea? Wait, go ahead. I said to jumping on the internet with my clothes off. (laughs) <laughs> exactly yeah so how'd you get the idea like did you had you always been kind of curious about the adult industry like had you you know always mm. had the idea in the back of your mind of wanting to try it like exactly how did you go from living your day to day life to becoming a content creator to answer the first question because it was like three questions in one <laughs>
2: uh, The you know well since I was young I, um, I wouldn't say I was like a Freaking or nothing. but like I knew I was like a warrior or something because like I think it was one day um, I was over my cousin's house and I was like I don't know I think I was like 10 or 11 and they had told us like go downstairs or something and I'm just like I'm doing something weird because I'm like what, you, what y'all wants to go downstairs for or whatever like they was chilling with their little dips or whatever and uh, I think they was having sex and uh, I think I was <laughs> that's funny but I think I was standing by the door and I was listening to them. So I'm like, I don't know when they had turned me on when I was young. And I'm like, what the hell? And then I don't know. So, like, afterwards, yeah, that was just, like, that was just when I discovered, like, I was, like, I was in a voyeurism. And uh, let me see. She said, how did I get into it, right? Um, I actually got into it through one of my um old,
0: uh,
2: old homies. And he put me on through, like, my Facebook message or whatever. And I guess he was just putting me on through it or whatever. And I had, um, that's not how I started. Like, I started from Facebook, and then I went to um, Twitter.
1: And, yeah. (laughs) Let's talk about your name. Mm Mm-hmm. Mr. Real Big with three Gs. Where did your name come from? Why the spelling? Like, how did you come up with your content creation name, your performer name? Um, Oh, my name, it came from...
2: uh, I really... uh, It wasn't like... It wasn't special. I came through my name, like, really through myself. Like, you know, like, once I had made a video or whatever, like, once I filmed with my first um, company... I just thought about it, and I was just like, I'm going to use his name because it's, like, original and don't
1: nobody got it, so it was unique. <laughs> All right, and and that's was what's was behind the unique spelling as well? Yeah. So let's talk about the first time that you shot some content. What was that experience like for you? Like, had you taken clips and that kind of stuff before? Uh, was it a new experience for you? Was it something that, you know was easy to get comfortable with,
2: uh not really like um, when I first started, I was like real nervous, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I was real nervous, and the person I was like the i guess the photographer slash director you know he made me comfortable just telling me like how. You know, the first performance, they start and, you know, they they tell me they ready, you know, they tell, you know, blah, blah, blah. But then when they get around certain cameras or film photographers, they freeze up a little bit just because they never shot around certain, you know, either males or females or whatever. And they kind of freeze up or whatever, you know. So I was thinking, like, okay, so I'm not the only person that just feel like, okay, I, I thought I was ready, but you know, I get it from a different camera view. I feel like, damn, I'm like, I get kind of froze up. But you know, eventually, I got like used to it because I'm just like, you know, like I'm me, and I don't got, I don't know why, like I'm. It is no reason to be nervous if I'm. You feel me? If I'm in, I'm in it to win. It.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I completely understand. So, um, in your mind. You know, as you were talking about the experience and, you know, being told kind of, like, what to expect and this, that, or the other, what was going on in your mind, though? Like, were you a little nervous? Were, was it exciting to be filmed in front of the camera? Like, what was going on in your mind when you were doing it the first time?
2: Um, what was going on in my brain? I was just, like, I don't know. I was just can't believe I was doing. it. I really had to get myself, like, mentally prepared and... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I really had to get myself like mentally prepared, like because it was just like I don't know, it was just I don't know. Maybe people just do gotta get themselves mentally prepared when you just actually get you on know, the camera naked. Like it just really just hits you, like oh, I'm just really on the camera doing this. Like <laughs> this is really me. But after a while, like like I said, like I just got used to it. and I just got comfortable, and I was like,
1: it was easy. All right, I like the sound of that. So. Yeah. I guess what I want to ask you now is, is that like the difference mm-hmm. between someone who's a content creator and someone who actually goes into the adult industry and starts working for like the big companies and that sort of thing is that content creation is a little bit more readily accessible for people at times. Mm-hmm. You know, like OnlyFans, you know, if people are scrolling through OnlyFans, you have no idea who's watching that. So mm-hmm. did that go into your mind when you started? uploading content like did you start thinking like were you nervous at all that someone you knew would find out that you were an adult content creator no
2: because like really in my daily I don't really talk to people like I don't got a lot of friends I got like a good couple like two people I talk to on a daily but not really and then like family-wise, like, cousins or whatever, like, I don't really mess with a lot of my cousins, so it was just like, no, I don't care for what they would think anyway. And then my mama, like, it was so funny because when I had this, first started, I ain't had nothing, but, like, I think a good thousand followers, and I think one of her friends on her tw- on my Twitter ended up finding me, and, you know, they told her, like, um, yeah, I saw your son, blah, 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 and then I came home when their mama was like, uh, I gotta talk to you, woo and I was like, I was like, what? And, you know, that's what she said when she was like, you a content creator? Like. And I was just like, what? <laughs>
1: that's too much. I love it.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> well,
1: that's one way to find out.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was just like, I was, yeah, it was crazy. I was just like, wow. Okay, so my mom and her, so I'm just like, at this point, I really don't even care no more.
1: <laughs> I love it. Very nice. What are your overall goals with your content? Like, do you have... Uh, an idea in your mind of where you want to sort of ride this wave with your content? Yeah.
2: Like I'm going to open up a couple of businesses. I'm going to invest in a couple of businesses. You know, I'm going to invest in towards my business, of course. <laughs> and yeah, you know, just stuff like that. And, you know, um, teach people too. you know, about the industry when they just
1: jumping in and don't know nothing, and just trying to get some money. You know, the ins and outs, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. What type of content can the listeners expect to see on your OnlyFans? Mm, I guess you gotta subscribe to see.
2: (laughs) But now I can tell you a little bit of something, though. Like, uh, I do solos, really. I got a lot of solos. Um, A couple content partners that I had in the past, stuff like that. And I also do customs, too, like... In case anybody that don't know, Porn lingual Customs is like things that you ask for and the porn star, the content creator does
1: for you for a price. How often do you update your OnlyFans? How often do you add new content to it?
2: Every week. If I'm not doing if I'm not partnering with nobody, it's just solos mainly. But yeah, I, I put a lot of work in my solos. I mean, sure I just don't drop anything because you know you got some content creators that just drop weeks solo like they're drop a – I I've mean, been subscribed to a couple content creators and seeing like how they operate their OnlyFans or whatever and sell. And you know like I be seeing like what some of those people be saying like when they be like um, certain content creators is a scam or whatever scam uh, subbing their stuff or whatever and it just be like basically because people paying like twenty dollars to come to somebody's page and then it's like what. Uh, a 30 second to one minute video on it's like damn I just paid $30 to come to this and it's just like it's bogus so like I always try to like drop quality stuff like anything that's over like if I don't do nothing heavy I do something for like five minutes that's worth it
1: let's talk a little bit about the type of content mm-hmm. that you do over mm-hmm. the time that you have been doing content what type of content for you gets the most views is it tease stuff uh, is it the jerking off stuff? Is it uh, stuff with cum shots in it? Is it, yeah? Wh- for you, what have you noticed gets the most views?
2: Um, probably solos mainly. Like my solos, well, yeah, because my solos because I really like like I said, like I only have like what probably like two. Partners that I had, like, and I was only with them. That was like really my girlfriend. So it just wasn't nobody brand. They was just like really, you feel me? Somebody that I had like dealings with. But yeah, like the most ones that really sell for people, they should do like solos if they don't have nobody with them. Like, and you probably know yourself more. So you know, people, you know, people know what sells for them. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you got a business and you got a certain product. And it's selling, like, that's what they're going to sell out of their Mm -hmm. business. They're going to make that product more, like, you know, they're going to make that product more affordable, and they're going to make that product more out of everything. So, like, me personally, like, I like solo. So that's why I do solo. That's what, like, attract people on me, like, myself.
1: Like, people like me more than they like me collabing with people. What are your thoughts on filming content in public? Uh, I've done it.
2: It's easy to me, but you got to be careful, you know? (laughs) Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, public really don't, you know. Sometimes people be nervous because
1: you're in public or whatever, but, yeah, once you just get used to it, it's just, it's a breeze, (laughs) honestly. Is there anything that you plan on adding to your original content in the future that you haven't done before? Like, is there something that you want to try to do that you've never done in a scene that you really want to do in the future
2: yes 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 um i don't I'm, i don't let me see is this the correct term for it with um i'm not sure if this is the correct term for it so i don't want to say it but okay have you seen like it's like a contro controversial thing going on right now in the shade room with in chopper and you know he's holding those females here they hair, or whatever and he walking them yeah, like, usually I do, a, like, a dog mask or something like those. It's, like, decent, like, that type of content. I forgot what it's called. But, I, yeah, like, cause I don't want to just say the content name and it's not what it's called.
1: <laughs> I feel you on that. All right. You're primarily a solo content creator. Uh, you, As you mentioned, you have done collabs, but for the most part, you are a solo performer, do you plan on adding more collabs as a part of your original content, or do you feel like your fans, your following, the people that are subscribed to your content, prefer you as a solo creator?
2: Yeah, mostly, but, you know, sometimes, you know, people change up and, you know, they request, like, for me to do certain um, collabs with people, so, but
1: in the future, yeah, I probably would collab. And as far as collabs, as a content creator, is it difficult to find fellow creators to collab with? Is it easy? You know, is it as easy as, you know, I've got a, an OnlyFans, you've got an OnlyFans, let's collab, or is the process a little bit more difficult?
2: That's what you thinking. Like, it's just going to be so, like, that, like, that's why a lot of people don't work together, and you see, like, a lot of the thirsty people on the certain content creator pages, like, um, work with me, blah, 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 work with me, like, just because you got one, that don't mean, Gonna to work together. <laughs> like now, I don't just work with anybody.
1: Now it's time for the big question—a question that I'm sure some of your fans and supporters might be curious to know: How much is Mr. Real Big packing?
2: Nine, nine. a good nine, 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 nine. <laughs> good nine, number nine, number nine, nine inch, y'all, nine inch, y'all. Go check me out.
1: I said, ain't no cap in my rap. <laughs> and I think the next question is the most logical follow-up, because you are a solo creator. Do you do yes. anything to make sure that the pop shot is good in the solo scenes? Like, do you do anything to save up the load or anything to make sure that it's perfect for the camera? Um, Of course. Probably. Um, I got, like, a lot of different
2: things sometimes. You know, some people or some guys, but sometimes I would either hold my balls or hold my nipples, either
1: one. When you do do a solo scene, where do you prefer to shoot your load? Do you like to just show it off for the camera? Do you like to shoot it on yourself? Like, where do you where do you like to pop off?
2: Uh, it depends, but usually I like to shoot it on the camera because it makes it gives the viewers more of a feel like they actually there. So
1: you know, because you want to make the solo as real as possible, you want to make the people feel like they're there. What part of your body gets the most attention uh, on social media and through your original content?
2: Um, my face, my actual abs, my dick, my ass
1: a lot, everything probably.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, feet, they like everything. Are there any people in the industry, whether they're fellow content creators or performers, like, you know, adult stars in the industry that you look up to, that inspire you and in where you want to take your content?
2: Probably, I would have to say, let me see, somebody I looked to as a kid or watched um, my favorite peoples that performed like Cheerio. Not, uh, who performed with Cheerio? Yeah. Wesley, probably Wesley Pipes, um, Deep Threat uh who else uh who else i like uh damn i'm thinking my three all stuff i think like because i don't remember a lot of male, a male um, porn stars i think really well them them like my two are probably lex lex steel maybe yeah just people that was in that crush and <laughs>
1: yeah they're all good choices the three of them are legends yeah. in the game so if you're going to look up to anybody those are three good choices mm-hmm. For the person that's listening and, you know, they have their own ideas about what it's like to be a content creator and what it must be like and how easy or how difficult it is, can you share with them, you know, any misconceptions or myths about content creation that they might have? Is there anything that you think people assume about the process that you yeah. kind of want to be like you know what it's not really what you think here's how it really is
2: yeah like it's different content creators you got some content creators that's there to um do like mistress stuff and they just like not freaks at all like they're just not with the the sex acts or whatever they just simply they to just you know do um send them and you know some people had that confused like they they're gonna they did a collab or whatever and just because they see them, you know, pop a titty out of something and they think, you know, it's like, oh, okay, this person a sexual freak, so, you know, I can um, I can get a do this and that with me, da, da, da. But really it's like, no, they just, she trying to make her money and she just selling herself, well, not herself, she's selling a fantasy a different way, just like supposedly me, like if I'm doing a solo, they're selling a fantasy a different way because I'm not actually out here, you know, charging people, like, to have sex with me or whatever, like, you know, some people do stuff like that, and I don't know, like, it's it's just, like, it's different to me, like, it's different, it's different content creators, because, like, some people make their art in, like, a sex way, and some people, like, make their art, like, with themselves, and... You know, then you got some people that sell they sell too and it's just like they call themselves creators but really they escorts and it's just like, yeah, that shit just don't, yeah, it don't make sense
1: to me. As a follow-up to what you're just saying, what I want to ask is, because a lot of people out there, you know, kind of like what we're talking about, misconceptions, myths, you know, these ideas about content creators and what they're doing and that sort of stuff, um, yeah. because content creation is, you know, is uh, has become incredibly popular over the past couple of years. You know, ever since, not to say that it wasn't going down before the pandemic, but I feel like the pandemic is really when it life blew really up. Just, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So my question for you is, in your personal life, like, let's say if you want to go out on a date or something, like, is it difficult to sort of explain to a potential date, hey, I do content creation. Like, are you scared about the reaction that you might get? Or do you feel like it won't be as bad as you think?
2: I mean, at first, I was like that. Like you said, like, it was like a little nerve wreck. And I just always have to tell a female, like, woo, woo, like, I do this and that. But not really because most of the ones that try to talk to me or whatever, they already know. And I just, like, if I'm talking to somebody, I naturally just tell them, like, you know, like, you feel me? Like right now, most of the females that I shot with, like I had, like I said, I had dealings with, and we just did it together. So it was just like,
1: you know, yeah. And I think you know, what's yeah. probably easier for you is because, for the most part, I don't know what percentage you would say. I would say maybe like ninety-five percent of the time, it's you mm-hmm. solo. Mm, yeah, like, like yeah, you could say ninety-five. So I think that probably helps, too, because for the most part, you are a solo creator. Yep. I think for people that aren't doing content creation or aren't in the industry, I mean, that's a little bit easier to understand versus you, yep. you know, actually collabing with other creators. Yeah, definitely.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. All right, let's get to know Mr. Real Big a little bit more in a different kind of way for the listeners might be curious to know. How would you describe your fuck style?
2: My sex style? Um, I have to say I'm adventurous. <laughs> I'm adventurous, but not too adventurous. <laughs> What's
1: your favorite position?
2: Missionary. Missionary, missionary,
1: missionary. But, yeah, I really like I like all positions, but missionary is a good one. You enjoy a little bit of public action with the solo stuff. Do you enjoy a little bit of public action when you have a partner? Hmm. Kind of,
2: kind of, yeah, kind of. And I'm only saying kind of because, like, I don't know, like, it's just, I don't know, it's just something about being
1: outside that just, I don't know, throw me off a little bit, but, I mean, it's okay, but, yeah. (laughs) Let's allow the fans to get to know some of your favorites. This is a list of pop culture-oriented questions that, uh, you know, should allow your fans to get to know some of your favorite stuff on the big and the small screen uh, and in your daily life. What are five of your most favorite television shows?
2: Five of my most favorite television shows? Um, Okay, so I got some new ones. So I'm going to just give you some some of my new picks that I've been watching a couple months now. Well, one of them is Wolfpack. That's what, um one of my favorite actors, Sarah Michelle Jella, and um, Everybody Hates Chris. That's another one. Uh, I like, this is an old school show. Like, y'all probably don't know this one, or some of y'all might, but The Adams Family, I like The Addams Family. That was a good show. I, I constantly watch that old show, like, it's brand new. <laughs> I got a couple anime shows. I'm into anime too. I like anime, so um, I would have to say my my favorite anime right now is uh, My Hero Academia. Um, and then I got one more, one more of my biggest ones. I like, like, let me see something new. I give you another new one. I'm into another new one. I'm into probably. I don't know if y'all watching this one. Most people are, but most people
1: aren't. It's called Power like power Real good. Who are four of your all-time favorite music artists? Four. Uh, G Herbo,
2: one. That's always been one of my favorites. Uh, Chief Keith. Uh, let's see. Um, <clears throat> Lederk. Another one. Uh, I'm just trying to think of, like, some... Like, I'm always playing, like, rather than new artists. Like, I got a couple new artists I like, but, like, these are, like, my all-time. And then maybe
1: Future. What are three of your most favorite films? My favorite films? uh, I like Narnia. That's
2: one of my favorite movies. I watched that movie as a kid, like, a bunch of times, and it just carried over. Home Alone, that's another one of my favorites. I love them. I like all of them, even though. The new ones is all right, but you know, they ain't going to ever beat the old ones with Kevin. <laughs> uh, let me see. And then um, another one of my favorite movies I'm always watching, uh, oh, Friday. You ever heard of Friday? Of Friday, course.
1: Friday?
2: Yeah, Friday, yeah. <laughs> Friday, Friday,
1: boys in the hood. Yeah, movies like that. What are two foods you can't live without? Let me see. I can't live without
2: my, uh, jerk chicken. I need me some jerk chicken, like, every other month. Uh,
1: and tacos, steak tacos. I love steak tacos. And what is one of your guilty pleasures?
2: One of my guilty pleasures is... Oh, probably getting my toes licked. That's crazy.
1: What are you currently binging? Are you currently binge-watching anything?
2: Let me see. Uh, I was binge-watching Wednesday, and I was binge-watching Quantum Leap, but it just ended, like, literally, I think, wasn't today or yesterday. Yeah, have you heard of Quantum Leap? Yeah. Yeah, that was a good show.
1: It just reached the 18th episode. Tell me something quirky about yourself that most people don't know, something unique about Mr. Real Big. I
2: mean, it's not unique, but it, it kind of opens up the diversity in my, um, career pool like i've been getting a lot of fans from anime shows because i've been talking about a lot of anime on my tl lately i've been putting it on there so you know i've been getting a
1: lot of people that you know like porn and anime <laughs> very nice describe yourself in 10 words or less in words um, cool funny chill relaxed
2: i'm pretty loyal i'm lovable um, resilient, you know, I'm a leader, I ain't no follower, yeah,
1: stuff like that, boy.
3: <laughs>
1: As we start wrapping things up, uh, I have a question. What's next for Mr. Real Big? What's coming in the near future for you in regards to your content creation? Definitely a whole bunch of collabs. I've got some collabs set up this year that I'm hoping they go through,
2: but, you know, happen, so we just don't see we don't have to wait and see what happens but I definitely have some dope collabs coming through with a couple of y'all favorite content creators
1: um some solo collabs and uh a couple just you know regular collabs with some females so yeah very nice how can your fans reach you where can they find you online social media as well as uh, hook them up with where they can get your original content you
2: guys can definitely head over to my OnlyFans at Mr. Real Big, and you can definitely head over to my Twitter with the same Mr. Real Big, and you're gonna find everything you need there. And if you want to find my own um, social media with my regular life, I have an Instagram you can go to. It's Pablo with three O's, it's Mr. B, and um, you can check out what I'm doing up there too. I'm usually either um, showing some coming work some work I have, upcoming projects with people, or some projects that
1: I did with somebody, model work, and also, you know, my artwork, too, my porn. Perfect. And just to remind everybody, that's Big with three Gs.
2: Three Gs. Mr. Real Big, three Gs, guys. Three yes. Gs.
1: Well, this does bring us to the end of our interview. Is there anything you would like to say to your fans and supporters that are tuning in? Thank you, guys, for tuning in to uh, Papi Coolo Radio, guys. Mr. Real Big out. Well, I certainly want to thank you so much for the interview, Mr. Real Big. I appreciate time, too. And listeners, I also want to thank you for tuning into One-on-One with Poppy Chulo. Before we go, here's our announcer to remind you on how you can interact with us.
3: Thank you for downloading One-on-One on One with Poppy Chulo. Here are a few helpful reminders. For more information on One-on-One on One with Poppy Chulo, Visit poppychula slash after dark. Follow poppy chulo on Twitter at twitter.com slash Chulo one on one. That's at poppychulo. The number one. The word on. And the number one. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash poppychula radio. Follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash poppychula radio. Do you have any questions? suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com archives. Back to you, Poppy Chulo.
1: Thanks, announcer. And with that, Mr. Real Big and I would like to wish you and yours a wonderful night. Good night, listeners.
2: Good night, guys. Let's go.
0: Thanks for listening to One on One with Poppy Chulo. To contact us with any of your questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns, email us at contact at poppychuloradio.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter by going to twitter.com slash radio, and like us on Facebook by visiting facebook.com slash radio. Be sure to listen again next week as we continue to showcase exclusive interviews with some of the adult industry's most popular male performers. This is Ben Patrick Johnson saying good night and have a wonderful week.